Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. music keep doing your Santa oh it's so nice to be celebrating the holidays here in the gold room I forgot the rest of the elf music that's a shame jingle bell jingle bell jingle bell rock Will (laughs) what would you like for Christmas young man two pickles on a hockey puck what a reference to something no it's just what I want Santa okay Thanks, Santa. You're the best. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Welcome back to the. Welcome room. back. Uh, I'm Parker Stone, the App State Cone Enforcer. I'm Will Strickland, App State Cone Boy, and boy, are we in a festive, jolly mood right now. Yes. Will, uh, right before we started recording, uh, donned a, uh, a, a like a children's Panthers helmet that he's now strapping in. Yeah. I'm gonna be spitting some hot takes, so I needed some protection, some protection for the. The old noggin, you know. So uh, I guess if you're if you're gonna this would be a hot takes from you episode. What what, what do you have? Mm. You did not prepare, ladies and gentlemen. Well, they're just the hot takes are so hot. It, it they come and go. Are they? Are you they know what hot? I'm saying? If I think about them too much, then I start to fade away. Ooh, that is hot, hot, hot. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, we're. Uh, whoa. <laughs> We uh we figured we'd just go ahead and get y'all a little uh little holiday episode, a little quick little, hit, little last episode of the year. You know, make sure we, we keep it jolly, keep it festive. Send everyone a, a new year farewell as we go into twenty twenty three. Um, we didn't record last week because uh Parker was in Saudi Arabia for his uh four hundred million dollar podcast deal, which he received in cash. He only had to do two episodes. Uh, it, what network are they releasing on? Uh, uh. I don't know the name. I can't read Wow. It. I can't read that's Arabic. A very, that's a generous contract. I, I cannot read Arabic. I could not tell you. Okay, okay. Did you have to speak Arabic or is it an English podcast? They're going to dub over me. Oh, a dubbed podcast. Yes. That is innovative. Yeah. That sounds like the best thing I would ever want to listen to. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So, now that he's back, we can get back to business and, and t- talk about app sports. Um, not much has happened really you know there were exams going on and it's towards the end of the season so usually activity slows down for for athletes um basketball had the wake forest game we played santa barbara last night uh what else we had signing day honestly i, I never really followed signing day too much see that, that's something i've always thought about I, I think signing day as far and i think recruiting as a whole is kind of one of those like Yo, hold on. My face ID isn't working with this helmet on. <laughs> okay, National Signing Day, go ahead. Uh, I, I think it's a super overblown thing, and, and it almost doesn't really matter. Like, I, I guess if like you're, if you're like getting a five star, what if like you're Alabama, whatever, like sure, whatever. But I think for G five schools, it doesn't. It's not really means that much, and even for the Power Fives, it doesn't mean that much because like. Sure, you got to recruit, but can they actually play? Like, yeah, 
I mean, like, like ask uh, ask Texas A and M how their uh, their number one recruiting class went for them exactly. This year. Like, sh- they celebrated a lot on signing day and then did not celebrate <laughs> again during the season. Yeah, honestly, I was surprised. Well, I guess I'm not surprised because we know how they got them. But Texas A and M, it looked like they still had a really solid recruiting class, which is wild because I felt like this season showed Jimbo and the program was just total frauds. Yeah. They went, what was their, like, 3-11, and 3-10 and 10 was their final record, something like that? Yeah. They might have gotten a 4. Yeah, total frauds. They start as number 6 preseason ranking or something like that. Yep. Then they, were... they had a bad game to San Houston State before us. Where right. It, it was 28-0, to zero, but it was also, like, one of those you should have scored more against San Houston State. Yep. Um, their quarterback threw two picks against them, and then they lose to us, and then it was all downhill. Yeah, that broke them. So, uh... Yeah, that was surprising, but ultimately, like, you know, people are like, oh, after class, top of the Sun Belt. Good. It should be. We're also not. Yeah, we're also just, like, not at the top of the Sun Belt right now. Well, no, Arky State. Oh, Arky State. Has an yeah. one recruiting class, which is insane. Arky State sucks. I mean, I guess. But, like, Butch Jones was still able to convince yeah. that many kids to come through. Come to Jonesboro, Arkansas. Which is big. I mean, maybe they, maybe he's had his time to get in the transition and get in the full swing of things, and now he can put well, his touch on it. The other thing, too, that I, I hate about National Signing Day, too, is like, yeah, you got a guy, but there's so many of those dudes where you got to wonder where it's like, oh, they have an NIL deal. That's why they're going to that school. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're not going to that school because you want to go there. You're going to that school because they offered you the most yeah which is just a recruiting violate like you like you can't do that the ncaa is not enforcing that against anybody right now but which like, is strange as far as the rules go like it is illegal to in like induce a student like a recruiting inducement you cannot offer a kid an nil deal as a to persuade them to come to your school yeah that's just you cannot do that Listen, uh, it was, you can uh, say like you can like sell like Oh, our athletes here get this amount of NIL deals on average. These are the businesses our student athletes are working with. But you can't tell a kid like, "Hey, if you come here, you're gonna get five thousand dollars from Bojangles." Wasn't it UTSA's football coach who said, uh, "How do he, I report?" He tweeted like, "How do I stop having programs offering my kids money?" I really like the UTSA guy. From what he said, like he is not looking to leave for a P five. Like he loves working in San Antonio. Yo, you know what's in San Antonio? Some big old women. In the words of Charles Barkley. They got some big old women down in San Antonio. (laughs) And they got some big old boys on that football team. Should we talk about the Wake Forest game? Yeah. um, Both of us had different problems trying to watch it. Yes. Um, Will, what was your problem trying to watch it? All right. So this was a total throwback to the Furman game last year. When little old gold room, little old gold room, little old gold room podcast, trying to coordinate a an app takeover, right? Trying to get a group ticket, you know. We only sold two tickets, you and me. Um, and then we ended up just not being able to make it. We left too late, traffic's too bad. It was raining, whatever. So I came back. So this year, Wake Forest had tickets. Shout out Riley again. Over, I think it was like two hundred forty tickets was the final awesome. count through him, which is awesome that he just totally did that. Like, totally on his own. Um, I got off work a little later than I wanted, but I left before 5, which, you know, it's an hour and a half away, right? I left before 5. You know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. You know, that adds up. You should be able to make it, right? Yeah. No. So, (laughs) the weather was terrible. It was raining again. So, I was like, oh, my God. There's a repeat. is Is there a paladin in my back seat? You know what I'm saying? 
And then I'm already in a bad mood because work went late. Uh, we're driving, and the more we're just stuck in traffic on 77 and then on the 85, I, I, I believe. The more we stay in traffic, the further or, or the, uh, the longer the wait gets on the GPS. Like when I got in the car, it was like we would get there like 650. And then after like 30 minutes of traffic, it was like 704, Ooh. 705. And I'm going to say, I'm like, we're going to get there. We, it doesn't mean we're sitting in our seats at 705. We're arriving on the property. Yeah. And we got to park. We had to find our seats. And who says like it could even keep going up and up and up. Especially I was like, man, whatever. Let's just go home and watch a movie. And because I was in a bad mood, I didn't want to jinx the team. I didn't want to spread the bad vibes. So I did not watch the game. Not only did I not watch it, I didn't follow anything. I put he my didn't. phone away. And the homie drunk Yosef, he told me, I'll send you a text at halftime. I'll send you a text at the end. So he sent me a text at halftime. And I think he said something like vibes. So I was like, okay. that's I know what Good. that means. Good. And then actually, let me pull this up. Because I actually haven't talked about this. I, I, he may have been drunk. He also may have been drunk. You think? Um. Look at here. Here was the text I got. Uh, Wednesday, December fourteenth at eight fifty-six p.m. You see that? Describe that for the audience. Uh, it's three pride flags and then uh, two flags of. Uh, I don't know what country that is. I would assume somewhere in Eastern Europe. Maroon and white. Yeah, it's like. So he sends that, and I respond with eye emojis because I'm like, oh my god, like. What, what does has happened? Mean? He says, "I wish we shared that moment together." And I'm like, "Oh my! What did some did like, we win? Some like did did a bunch of gay Algerians take <laughs> over?" Then I get on Twitter, which I'm, that's awesome. And very clearly, we did not win. And not only did we not win, we lost in all time stupid ass fashion. Yes, and. I may be jinxing myself by saying this because someone's got to fuck with me and say like, oh my God, watch this video and then slip it in or whatever. I have not seen the play. I have not seen the inbound that losses the game. And I tweeted, I said, should I avoid this and protect my naive innocence? Yes. Or should I, as a brother, as a fan, share in the collective guilt and heartbreak? And everyone said, no, don't watch it. So I took that to heart, and I have not watched it. Good. Parker, what was your experience with that game? So, um, like we talked about before I left, I was, I've was i been in the Bahamas. I worked the Bahamas Bowl. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Sure. Um, <laughs> and what night What night of the week was that? Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. So that was two days before the game. Um, that was the night of our like beach bash, yes. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was good. It's also the night that I had to take a econ final. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I was working double duty, um, and finish the final, get changed, whatever. Um, and then I meet uh, Ali and Reed, who are homies working the bowl with me down at the like little bar downstairs. Shout out Ali and Reed. I know you're listening. So we we go down to to the bar there, and I ask them if they have the game on, and they've like flipped the channels. They don't have it. They don't have ACC network. Um, they don't have ACC Network at the Bahamas Bowl or the bar in the Bahamas? not the bar. If I had gotten to the sports book, I maybe could have gotten it there, um, but they didn't have it. So then I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just pull it up on my phone. 
and like I cannot get the ESPN app to pull anything <laughs> up on my phone. The ESPN app gave you problems. No way. So from doing some research, the ESPN app doesn't like showing certain things out of country. Okay. It's just like, <laughs> fine, great. It's like an OnlyFans. It could tell I was on Bahamian <laughs> Wi-Fi, even though I had my VPN up and running, and I'm like trying to bounce through like every country in the book. I'm like connecting to a UK server. Jesus. I'm connecting to like an African server or whatever. <laughs> I cannot get AC network to pull up. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to like follow my phone and see what's happening. Because I, I, at first, I like looked at the halftime score. Right. I did the same thing you did where I was like, I'm not going to look at anything until it's halftime, right. and then I'll decide what I'm going to do. So I saw that we were up at halftime, and I was like, let's go. I'm watching this game somehow. So we're still at the bar. They've got on... Um, God, I'm trying to remember what game was ending at the same time. Um, but it, it, like Louisville, Western Kentucky is about to come on. And then I finally get it on my phone. <laughs> the like last two minutes, I found like some random link on some <laughs> random website, and I have the game. And I know I'm probably a couple minutes behind just because it's a weird stream. And you know it's far away. It takes a while... Yeah. yeah, of course. That's how the internet works. Of course. Um, and I watched about the last two months of the game. Mm. And I, I'm i like watching like the final, like that, that the inbounds before Wake Forest's buzzer beater shot. And I was like, all we have to do here is like that, that one spot on the court. And this one tall, lanky white dude who I had made a mean comment about moments before. How dare you? Well, yeah, because he looked stupid and he did something stupid on the camera. I forget what he did, but I was like, "Shut!" I was like, "Shut up, you tall, lanky white dude, looking like an idiot." Um, and I was like, "This is the guy, though, like that is 100 percent gonna do some Christian Leitner bullshit." But this is the one spot, like that you just can't let him get a clean pass into. Bum bum bum. Got the spot it right there. <laughs> then he does like a spin around fadeaway, and I was like, "Oh no." And, like, our bench is signaling to review to see if he got the shot off. And I'm like, no, he definitely got the shot off. Like, yeah. with time to spare, it wasn't close. Like, yeah. It hurt. I was defeated. And then they've got the the bar TVs are on, like, ESPN and ESPN2. It's like college basketball night, whatever. Um, Because I was two minutes behind, whatever, I'm like, oh, crap. I turn my phone off, whatever. And I look up, and it's, like, Sports Center. this just in. The oh. ending of the Wake Forest down state game. Reading now, you're giving me crap. They're like, "Oh, buddy, I'm so sorry." I'm Damn! Like, Stop it! Like, look at the bartender. Like, turn the channel now. And all we had to do, what, two point three seconds? We could have thrown the ball off some guy's dick. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Just start the clock. Bounce it off some cheeks. Yes. Throw it off an ankle. Hit someone in the head. And instead, we get wait for us. Got the ball back with just enough time to run a play. Right. And we let them run the play. Yeah. And they score. And even, even, uh, I haven't even seen the play, and I can like literally visualize it in my head. I know how this shit went down. My soul tells me how this shit went down. If you, if you like can think of like that Christian Leitner shot in yeah. the NCAA tournament to like win the game, it, it, it wasn't across the court like Leitner's was, but it was right. from like side out into the paint right, right, to him right. but it looked identical where he just does that little spin and mm -hmm. big dude fading away and all we had to do even if we didn't have any who inbounded the ball for us who uh, i want to say it was terrence terrence 
Terrence has been. I can't. I, I'm, I'm, so let's say it was Terrence. I'm here. actually really good. This is a fun fact for you, all you listeners. I am fantastic at blacking out like bad sports memories. I am Damn. wonderful of like if we lose a game, I I will not remember what happened. Will that help you in the apocalypse? Do you think? Probably. I won't remember like what vicious way you die in. Oh. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Wait. Anyways. Uh, even if we knew we didn't have any inbound, right? Everyone was covered. Hand it to the Wake Forest player because at least they have to go full court. Yes. At least they have to make the trip and, and get there to the hoop and make, make a way harder shot. But we fucking overthrew it and put it under their basket. I, I cannot talk about this anymore. I cannot dwell on this. Oh my goodness. I'm so the sorry. memories are flooding back to me. Oh shit. Is this part of your contract? Yeah. Shit. I had to uh I had to have like three or four tropical Aperol spritzes after that. Oh my god. Okay. Well we we'll move on. Uh so that sucked. And then we lost to Santa Barbara this night. It kinda looked like we didn't really just didn't really look good. No. I, yeah. So non conference play is over. Um but I, I think the biggest positive to look at is we have seen the moments and the flashes of this team. If they can figure out and be consistent, they have the ability to dominate people. Right. I think we that's a good point. saw the first half against Charlotte, first half against Wake. I mean, there, there are moments where... Most of Louisville, too. Most of Louisville. I mean, we know, especially with the emergence of Chris Manis, of yep. him stepping into the starting role, and he's putting up numbers now. Yep. He has become a consistent scorer, which is something that starting rotation they needed. Mm. Um, I think we need more consistency from our backup guard play. Tyree's been very up and down. We've talked about yep. that before. Yeah. Um, and the the more we see of Justin Abson, the more we, we see how special this dude is. Yeah. I mean, he can score in the paint. Like yesterday, they put, we posted a clip of him. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go to the basketball account. Him, you know, shaking a guy with a really good-looking floater in the paint. I mean, he is the the big man that we have waited for. for for years. Yep. Defensive presence isn't lost on offense. Like, we've had so many big men that were. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great point, what you said about that we have seen – a version of this team that can dominate and be successful because you know, you may think that's like kind of a cop out, but let me think about it like 2017. I don't know. There was never a moment where we were watching a game or season or, or any stretch of the season. Where we were like, you know what? This, this team could do it. This team has a capability. If we can figure out how to put all the pieces together, find that magic touch, this team could go all the way. It never felt like that. This team, we have felt like that. Yeah. There's moments where you see a dominant force. And you almost end up feeling a little bit more disappointed because you know right. how close it is and yep. how close these games have been. It's like a disappointed parent. I, don't, I, I, you know? I, I ain't no disappointed parent. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, I want to wrap up here. I just want to give some Neary Christmas shout-outs. It was another success. A, yeah. A, ra- a, resa- a resounding success uh, of Neary Christmas this year. So I want to say uh, thank you to everyone who participated. It was super fun seeing all the gifts come through. People gave some f- crazy gifts. Yeah. I mean, people got some good, good, stuff. good shit. Go ahead, shout out. Who, who, who's your, uh, your gift from? My gift was from uh, 
J.R. Turner, Justin. Mm-hmm. Mayo Man. Mayo Man, the artist formerly known as the Mulleted Mountaineer. Mm-hmm. And all of these that we're about to talk about are, are on Twitter, so um, go to our feed. Yeah, he, he gave me a fantastic... It is... It is Sitting above me right now here in mm-hmm. Gold Room Studios, a custom street sign, Gold Room Road. Looks beautiful. Awesome stuff. We got, and then I got to give a big shout out to Old Mountain Jug. Oh, yeah. You, now, yeah. I'm biased. I think this was the best Merry Christmas gift, but it was mine, so I'm biased. Uh, Old Mountain Jug, he had posted this during the season every home game since App doesn't do physical tickets anymore. He had basically designed his own ticket. It looked, looked sick. It looked realistic. Awesome. It looked awesome. He printed them. He printed me a set of those tickets, and he said that as of when that was sent to me, it was the only print in existence. Mm-hmm. One of a kind. So I've got a full set of 2022 football season tickets, which is awesome. I got a cool Old Mountain Jug uh, sticker. And then probably the most, I don't know, this is like an artifact. This is a museum piece. He gave me a signed business card from Buzz Peterson. Uh, Buzzball. Probably, some could argue the best coach, best basketball coach Apps ever had. Yeah. He went to the tourney in 2000. 2000, 2001 2001. season. Yeah. Uh, And it's an autographed business card. So it's his information and his signature is right there. That's sick. That's That's like, that's what I love. I I really love, uh, like, the kind of obscure little piece, little throwaways of history yeah. that pe- most people would think to, to get rid it's of. It's not a signed helmet. It's right. not a signed football. Right. Those archive pieces are, yeah. are what I really like having in, in my collection. So shout out Old That's Mountain really Jug. Cool. Shout out Old Mountain Jug. Big on that. Um, we had a couple more. Uh, Coach Katie Pate, she got a great gift. Let me let me see who she, let me see who she got who that her from. Her gift giver was? She got herself a, a cute little... It's almost like a gnome little dude. Uh, and she named him, I believe it was Tuta. Named him Tuta. Uh, Tuta. Yes, which is, uh, I, I'm not going to watch the video because I'm you know, recording a podcast, but it's some uh, Scandinavian language for, I think, Santa. Uh, but yeah, that came from Jeff Langer. So shout out Jeff hitting up uh, Coach Katie Pate with Tuta. Very cute. Um, yeah, overall, it was just, I, I love seeing people you know, sign up and do it. Yeah, you know, it's like really cool. actually follow through. Really cool. Um, I think that is the uh, that is when you realize you have aged and you've matured, when you enjoy giving the gifts. It's not just opening the presents; it's you want to, yeah. It's seeing their reactions and appreciating the thought that you put into that gift that you gave them. That's the spirit of a neary Christmas. That's right. Hashtag neary Christmas. So, everyone. As we say, fa-la-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la, we hope you have a great holiday season. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, shout out Hanukkah. If you're celebrating Christmas, shout out Christmas. And I know you all goddamn celebrating New Year's, so shout out New Year's. It will be my 10th anniversary. I thought you were about to say it's going to be your 10th New Year's. It, it will be my 10th New Year's and also my 10th anniversary with the Cone Matriarch. We will That's officially exciting. have been together for 10 years, an entire decade. Of uh, of cone cone Cr- activity, yeah, cone ma- matrimony, uh, cone <laughs> cone matrimony. That's right. So w- what are we doing for that? What are we doing <laughs> for my anniversary? <laughs> oh, huh. 
Looks like uh, I'm going to have to find some alternative plans on New Year's Eve this year. I'm sorry you cleared your schedule. Uh, hmm. Weren't planning to bring hmm. you along. Hmm. Although, oh, so, so y'all are going somewhere, huh? Although, okay, okay. i got to give a shout out to Parker here. Yeah. For that decade of cone matrimony, my man's been a solid third wheel. For, for a long, oh, yeah. long time. So it's almost like, you know, it's like y'all are celebrating your 10-year anniversary. <laughs> and then I'm, like, kind of celebrating some other thing. Like, it's been a decade of, of <laughs> palling around. Yo, I think... You guys can stop listening to the episode now. This is irrelevant. Uh, I think... Again, I'm biased. This might be very relevant. Please we are listening. We are a good couple to third wheel with. Because I feel like we've never been like PDA. I feel like we've never like been making out on the streets. No, you know what I'm saying? No, no, never. Like you know, we give hugs, you know, hold hands, all that stuff, but we never, you know, we never slurping and derping. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I you know, I think I'll, pr- I'll put a little feather in my cap for that one. What about you? Would you feather yourself? What? Your cap. I mean, there's your cat, bro. If any of you see me in public, there's always feathers in my cap all over. It. <laughs> if I see a feather on the street, I'm adding it to my cat, man. I mean, it's like Forrest Gump, just floating around, <laughs> laying on his lap, <laughs> on his shoe. Dirty, dirty ass feather. Forty year old feather. Yo, I'm pretty sure my mom, as a kid, told me not to pick up feathers because it would like give me a disease. Same. And my was... mom always told me never to pick them up. And it's probably a safe rule, even if it's not real. Probably don't watch your kids just picking up damn feathers, you know? Random animal parts? Yeah, it's probably, probably a good idea. It's one of those lies that you look back and you go, you know, it's probably it's a, for the best yes, that it, my parents told me that. No, there's not disease all over, but yeah, no. it is probably dirty. No. Like swallowing gum, it will make it grow inside you or something, or it'll take seven years to di- digest. Digest, yeah. So I wouldn't choke and die. Yeah. Because I was a, f- a dumb child. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, sw- I, I swallow. Everyone, all right, everyone have a good evening. Everyone enjoy your time. With the holidays. Follow la 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 la